0: And we're back. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. My name is Jay and Gerald coming to you live. We have a very, very special episode for you today, and this is going to affect everybody. I don't care if you're looking for a car or not, we are gonna be talking about credit scores and what's going on with these banks and how this can affect you. Gerald, are you ready to do this? Sure, Let's let's go. Have you ever felt like you were taken for a ride while buying, selling, or repairing your car? Well, not anymore. I'm Jay, and this is the podcast to tell you what to watch out for, whether you are buying, selling, or repairing your car. With over 26 years of automotive experience, we are the Auto Authorities. This podcast is sponsored by iAutoAgent.com. We're real estate agents for cars. Booyah. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. We are going to be talking about credit credit scores, and how this crazy stuff in our economy right now can and will eventually affect you. But before we do that, I want to thank our sponsors, iAutoAgent.com, iAutoAgent, where the I stands for integrity. They have two separate divisions, one for individuals. They are real estate agents for cars. That's right. They will market list and show your vehicle at no cost to you And they will even help you find that really, really hard to find dream vehicle nationwide. They will find it. They will deal with the dealers. They will tee it up. And you don't have to move forward until you approve the deal. And then, of course, the commercial division, where not only do they help business owners as strategic partners sell vehicles for optimum, maximum profit, they help them buy those hard to find fleet vehicles and handle those tedious tasks allowing the business owners to run their business. And we have uh, Wrestling With Sales, and Gerald will tell you a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, uh, this week, and you can see it, if you search on your streaming apps, if you're on the Carbon app, Glory Star, you can find Fired Up Network. It's a 24-hour sports network. Wrestling With Sales on there in rotation. This week's show, I'm talking with Ruthie J., The five-star athlete, she's challenging for the NWA Women's Championship coming up the end of the month in Cleveland. Talking about how she got to that point after moving here from Haiti as a child. She learned to speak English watching pro wrestling and just all the work that goes into it. She's two years into her career. She's going for the championship. You can see that this week on the Fired Up Sports Network. Any of your smart TVs can get it you can also see our show on the shop plus tv network it's available on those same streaming apps just kind of search for the channels you'd have no idea how many channels you actually have access to until you start uh, scrolling through some of the streaming apps that are built on your tv it's uh, really you probably have something like a thousand channels available but great to be featured on a couple of them and you can see some past episodes as well. We do some talk about auto dealership management, and then a lot of interviews, just focused with pro wrestlers because salespeople love pro wrestling. Every day is a chance to get a win, and it's fun to talk to the people who are going out there trying to get the wins.
0: Nice, yeah, yeah. We're on uh, we're on TV here, folks, so you can watch us on TV. If you also want to watch us live at 12 p.m. Central Time on Tuesdays. There's two different ways you can watch us live. Number one, on the Facebook group page, the Auto Authorities, or you can go on LinkedIn. We are on LinkedIn Live. And if that's not enough, you can go to YouTube and you can watch all of our episodes. We are getting a ton of views. We, we are worldwide, and that's the Auto Authorities. And subscribe to that. Uh, the Auto Authorities on YouTube. And get notified for our episodes. And then finally, we have 19 other different channels we're on, such as iTunes and Pandora. And you can go to theautoauthorities.com to get all that information and send us a personal message. But make sure you subscribe to the Auto Authorities on YouTube. And I think we're ready to get into this one, man. We, banks are having all kinds of problems. And when banks have problems, what does that do? It is a trickle down effect. It will affect you. It will affect you if you're looking to to actually get a loan, which most people do when they're going to buy a car. And we're going to tell you some really great
1: tips today. What are you seeing out there, Gerald? Well, you, you know, it's uh, it's a little bit scary to actually get into this for people that were working in real estate, working in mortgages, working in car dealerships in 2008 when the economic world seemed to collapse, right? Yeah. So let's put up this graphic. This is from our friends at the St. Louis Federal Reserve. Mm. It shows commercial auto loan rates for 48 months and 60 term, which actually 48 months is a pretty minimal portion of the market now. It's mostly 60 or 72, but the the rates are going to stay the same. The beginning of this chart is in 06, 07, and then you see the bottom drop out on that gray highlighted area there. That's 2008. That's right when the market collapsed. We were sitting right around slightly under 8%. Got to just a little bit over 8% when everything collapsed. Oh, my gosh. See it dropping, dropping, dropping because the Fed cut kept cutting the interest rates to stimulate the economy then you got to the point where we were at functional zero because the fed funds rate was way lower than this this is what the banks were charging down at around four percent see it start creeping up and now ending with this year Mm -hmm. and right there even at eight percent so generally speaking right when the pendulum swings one way tends to swing back the other you got to think we're about at the peak because the rates are getting high enough now it is squeezing down sales and you combine that with the fact that every automaker in lockstep said hey wait a minute if we're not going to make as many cars let's make the stuff we make the most money on (laughs) happens to be expensive cars And I'm not making it up. That's what almost every automaker said, if you paraphrase them. One in particular said, we figured out we make 80% of our net profits from the top 80% priced cars. So we're just going to make those. Yep. And what that means is you don't see any introductory trim levels. If it's, say, an LX, an LE, an L, an S, whatever the company calls their base trim, they basically don't exist. They exist on the website. They're theoretically made. That's the price they advertise. But if you go to dealerships, you don't see those. You see EXLs, XLEs, Premiers, Tourings, Platinums, Ultimates, whatever you call the top trim level. That's what you see. And you see a lot of them. So the prices have gone up, 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 up. The rates have gone up, 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 up which drives the average payment up well over $700 a month now.
0: Yeah. And Gerald brings up a really good point and not to get too off topic, but I think this is really, really important. I have been seeing numerous ads from about every manufacturer this that, that makes vehicles. And what this is, it's the modern day bait and switch. It's they show you this low payment and they're like, oh, I really can get a car right now. It's not so bad. It's like, yeah. And when you get in there and you find out it's a lease and you find out that the mileage is not going to suffice your driving habits, you find out that you have to put $5,000 down and you find out that that vehicle does not exist. Mm-hmm. And, and that is what you guys, you gotta you got to listen to us because we've been doing this a long, long time. And the reason why we do these episodes is because we want to protect you. We want to be able to be an advocate for you here. There's no problem making a profit. But when you deceive people, and that is exactly what is happening, is deceiving. And people like they go in there and they think, oh, I, I can get this, you know, this Kia Sorento LX for 299 dollars a month. Oh, yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see what happens when you go in there. But I didn't, I didn't want to get too off topic. You know, We want to talk more about preparing yourself for when you do go to that dealership. Get a copy of your credit report. Know what is on it. How many people don't know what's on their credit report, Gerald? It's crazy.
1: A lot, yeah. It is surprising. And there's tools that are available now that should stop that from being an issue. In years past, here, one one thing that changed, right? Because the worst thing that you can do is to repeat your same mistakes, right? Those who choose to ignore history choose to repeat history. Well, obviously, the country destroyed their, the country collectively, we destroyed our economy in 2008. And everyone who charged everything and just said, oh, it doesn't matter. It's going to be low rates forever. Who cares? Charge it. You contributed. You laid a couple of bricks in the economy collapsing. I did. Heck. (laughs) You know. But at some point, you have to take a step back and look and go, okay, let's, let's make sure we're making good decisions. One good thing that came out of it was the free annual credit report and the advent of free access credit reports. Everyone can get access to their credit report on a daily basis And what you see from Credit Karma, from Credit Sesame, from Cap One, from Navy Fed, everybody offers it now, Discover, what you see is the actual credit report. Your scoring model is slightly different. You're seeing a credit card tiered scoring model, whereas car dealerships use auto loan tiered. So your credit score could differ by up to 30 or 40 points from what a dealership may pull. The dealership's not lying to you; they're just pulling a different multifactorial analysis, which is the math that the credit reports are
0: generated from. And it's really important. And you, you had said like, if you keep making the same, <clears throat> same mistakes, you're going to get the same results. And if, folks, I mean, like, if you don't know what's on your credit report when you go in there, then you're you're hurting you're you're hurting yourself because what you're doing is you're borrowing money from a bank you're not borrowing from your friend you're borrowing from a bank and those banks are going to look at your past history and your past history says does this person pay their bills or do they not does this person pay on time or do they not and that's what that report does and one of the things i really want to get into is to know like what affects your credit report <clears throat> and the number thing, number one thing, and I'll, we'll get into like the different percentages, but the number one thing that's going to affect your credit report is your payment history. And that is 35% of your credit score. They want to know, they want to know, is this person going to pay their bills 35%? So when you have a $20, uh, you know, Alta because you decide to buy a product at Alta and it's like, oh, 20 bucks. Yeah. Well, that 20 bucks can keep you from getting a car.
1: Sure. Yeah. If you don't pay it. Yeah. Uh, how about this here? Somebody could have tier one plus credit. You could have a 740 credit score. If at one point in time you let a $300 cap one starter credit card go bad. That how? Who cares? Let it charge off. Cap one will never Issue you a loan again. And Cap One's one of the biggest auto lenders out there. So if you're going and you're applying for a loan and you wonder, hey, why couldn't I get approved by Cap One? Well, it's probably because at some point you let a little 300 dollars credit card at a store, maybe, that Cap One managed go bad, and you're dead to them.
0: Oh my gosh. I that
1: that's that's
0: unbelievable. I mean, when you burn somebody, it's kind of like If you give your money to a friend and you let them borrow money, they don't pay you back. You're probably never going to allow them to borrow money again, are you? That's pretty much how the banks are looking at it. And now as the rates are going higher, it's going to get really, really difficult. Hence the reason why we're doing this episode today.
1: Well, here, one other thing, because yeah, credit history, payment history is a big part of it. Another one that has become an increasing portion of how they score it is your debt availability, the credit utilization. It used to be if you were below 30% on that, you're good. You're going to get all the points. The last few years, it's been ratcheted down to 15% availability Mm -hmm. to avoid getting a hit. So what that means, let's say you have have $3,000 of available credit, which is you know credit limit which which is low but okay i mean that's going to be enough because most banks want to see five lines of credit so when you're looking to get approved for a car loan they want to see five lines of credit ideally one of those being a car one of them being a house and then three credit cards that's mm-hmm. your minimum if you don't have a car you don't have a house you better have five decent sized credit cards if Those credit cards are charged to the max. Your score is going to suffer dramatically. The difference in a credit score for somebody with $3,000 a credit limit, charged up to the max, or sitting at all the money being available, could be 150 points. I mean, it could literally be the difference between a 580 and a 730 score. 730 score, you're going to get whatever the lender's offering. You're going to qualify for almost everything. 580 score in the market right now, you're probably getting declined. And if you do get approved, you're going to get approved at like 24.99%. So the credit utilization is actually the second
0: largest. It's 30% of your credit score. So here's here's a nice golden nugget for everybody. And this is something that You know, my credit score is in the 800s and I I am just anal and just ridiculous about it. But if you want to if you want to give yourself a chance to increase your score, raise the amount of limit on your credit's credit. So basically, like when they gave you that five hundred dollar credit limit and you're using two hundred and fifty of it because you don't think you're using a whole lot. Well, that's 50 percent of your credit utilization. Get them to increase it. Now, granted, they're not always going to do that. It all depends on how you've been paying. But if you make a good amount of income, you've been on your job, you know, you've you've got the right credentials, they'll increase that. Maybe get three thousand, like Gerald said, or five thousand sure. dollars. Well, now your credit utilization is is, is under ten percent, and that's really what you want to do.
1: Oh, very much so. Yeah, and. Update it, you know, when your credit card company asks you to update your income, update it, you know, keep it up to date because they want to give more credit to people who make more money. (laughs) Not surprisingly, they're they're in it for profit, so Hmm. they're going to give the credit to people that are going to use it. So ironically, it's the easiest to get credit when you
0: don't need it. And then the other thing is too, again, with the credit utilization is when the banks are sitting there looking at your credit report and all your credit cards are maxed out, what is that telling them? It's telling them that they're having a lot of trouble just getting ma- making the payments for their credit card. who's gonna make who are they gonna make their payment on a on a on a car? Sure. Like, are they? Who knows? It's, it's, predict, it's predictions that they try to make based on what you have done. It's basically your story. It's what it is. And then the next one is length of credit history, and that's at 15%. So here's another tip. Don't go closing your credit cards,
1: even I if know. you don't use them. Leave them open. Now, even a little starter credit card that maybe has a $4 monthly fee it's a good investment just to set that on auto pay and pay that $4 monthly fee every month because you're never going to miss it. And it adds depth to your credit report.
0: Yeah. And, and the reason why we're hitting this so hard is because people are getting declined left and right. There's, there's repos happening. Um, Like even I auto agents working with, with uh, credit unions that have repos, and th- they don't know what to do. They're you know if they take it to the auction, they're going to get burned, and they they don't have the time to sit there and play car salesperson and and sell these these vehicles. And some of them are really nice ones. We actually have one in our inventory right now. It's a Dodge Durango. Um, it's an eighty thousand dollar vehicle. It's the the top of the line you know race car Hellcat.
1: Hmm. <laughs>
0: And someone didn't make their payments, and it only has a few miles on it. It's not even very – it's, like, brand new.
1: Uh, Here's your auto loan delinquencies right now because they are jumping up. So, that is going from 2019, at which point there was a stay on any kind of repo actions because Mm -hmm. of COVID. 2020, 2021. Wow. Now you see it just creeping up. Yep. Still all... still a very small percentage because you're going to see reports saying that auto loan delinquencies are skyrocketing. Oh, okay, yeah, true. But here, I mean, it's a matter of how you look at it. Are the auto loan delinquencies up almost 25% from 2019? Sure they are, yes. But the bigger part of the story and where I think The banks are using this as an excuse to hammer customers, to rip off customers, to gouge car buyers, to gouge the American public. It's still under 1%. So you can say it's a matter of perspective, how you look at it. Is it up 25%? Is it a crisis of delinquency? I guess, maybe, but... Here the reality is ninety nine point oh six percent are still paying on time. I, I'd like those odds. If I could go and if I could go place a couple of bets at the sports book here and I had a ninety nine point oh six odds of winning, I think I'd invest a lot of money in that game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: we've really hit the credit scores really, really hard, but we're not done yet. We are going to come back and we have way more to tell you, um, some very, very great golden nuggets and how to like we're going to talk about credit rebuilding scams and and things on how to avoid them and really how to uh, how to really navigate this and make it the best for you. Uh, Gerald, do you have anything else before we sign off?
1: Yeah, Jay would. Would you invest uh, heavily in something that had a 99.06% rate of return? Um, Yes. Where do
0: I sign up? (laughs) I I invest in things that have way lower than that, Gerald.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're still waiting to uh, get ownership in a dealership. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, everybody, uh, thanks for joining us. We will see you next week. And we've got lots more to share. Peace.